Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem. He traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourself to the priest. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. This is the gospel of the Lord. George is a person who always expresses his gratitude to God. He spends a whole day at work praising and giving thanks to God. George worked with a non-believer who was always annoyed and bothered every time George said, praise God, praise the Lord, thank you God. One day in an effort to annoy George, The non-believer said to him, you know, last night I dreamed that you had died. And George shouted, glory be to God. I am in the eternal presence of the Lord. Extremely annoyed, the non-believer left work for the day. The next day, in an effort to disrupt George's thankful demeanor, he says to him, you know, I dreamed of you last night. Again, but this time, I saw you in hell. George, without losing his joy, replied, Praise and glory be to God that it was just a dream. (laughs) Thankfulness, gratitude, is truly the health of the soul. And one of the things that struck me as I reflected on today's gospel was that the Samaritan, by returning and prostrating himself before Jesus, falling at his feet, recognizes that Jesus is God. The Greek word for the action of falling at Jesus' feet that is used in the gospel is eukaristeo. Eukaristeo, it sounds familiar. So basically, the Samaritan Eucharists himself. He gives thanks to Jesus for the healing. 
And how does, how does this gesture reveal Jesus is God? We need a little background information. Jews and first century Samaritans were monotheists. That is, they believed in the one true God. Not many gods, one God. That's what was unique. So the only one before whom one prostrates is God. And when the leper falls at Jesus' feet, Jesus doesn't say, stand up, I'm just a man, which is what Paul will do in the, in the book of the Acts when the pagans try to worship Paul. Paul says, don't do that. It's also what the angel, or rather what John does before the angel in the book of Revelation, when John falls on his face before the angel. In fact, the angel tells him, don't. I'm a fellow servant of yours and of your brothers, the prophets, and of those who keep the message of the book, of this book. Worship God. So Jesus is God? The Eucharist is Jesus? The Eucharist is God, the presence of God. Leprosy is an analogy of sin or for sin because it's both contagious and deadly. We all pretty much have spiritual leprosy because we're all sinners. Leprosy spreads easily between human beings and can make us sick and weak and it can kill us. So too sin. Physical, physical leprosy in the Old Testament is a prefiguration of the spiritual sickness of sin in the New Testament. And just as if you had leprosy in the Old Testament, in order to be declared clean, you had to go to the priest of the temple. So too, in the New Testament. If we're dealing with deadly sin, it's fitting that we go to a priest in the sacrament of reconciliation to be declared clean so that we can be reintegrated into the community and reintegrated into the worship in the, in the temple that for us is this holy sacrifice of the Mass, the Eucharistic liturgy. And regarding the importance of worship, as I men mentioned at the beginning, which is for us coming together in this church and then together turning to God in prayer, in praise and, and adoration, Bishop Barron reminds us that to worship is to order the whole of one's life toward the living God, not just Sundays, every day. And in doing so, one becomes interiorly and exteriorly rightly ordered. To worship is to signal to oneself that one's life, what one's life is finally, ultimately about. Worship is not something that God needs, but it is very much something that we need. I think, you know, Catholics have a reputation for pre preferring to sit at the back of the church when we come to Mass. Not everyone, you <laughs> but some and maybe many. We avoid the front pews, like the plague in some cases. Perhaps you take Jesus' parable about taking the last seat literally. I like to think that there is a sense in which a lot of people who come to Mass don't sit close because they don't feel worthy. 
to be in the presence of God. And I, I can imagine that for a lot of people, it may be because they haven't been to confession in a while or because they just haven't been able to move away from a particularly grave sin in their lives. And they come to pray and ask God for help in their sense of unworthiness. There's an innate, innate recognition that I shouldn't get too close to the holiness of Christ if I'm in a state of sin, even though there's still lots of confusion about the, the reception of Holy Communion and the importance of receiving the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Confession is designed to give healing to spiritual lepers. I confess to you that I always feel terrible when I have to stop hearing confessions in order to move on to the next thing on my schedule, especially, especially when there's still a line. And starting Advent, in addition to our Wednesday evening and Saturday morning confessions, Father David, Father Matthew, and myself will start to hear confessions after each morning Mass and before the 6 p.m. Mass. We're going to try and ensure there is at least one priest available during those times on Sundays. But remember, I want to remind you that venial sins are forgiven when we start Mass during the penitential rite, when we say the confidior, I, I confess to Almighty God, or when we say, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. And also, I, I want to remind you, Holy Communion, receiving Holy Communion, heals and forgives our venial sins. I think we grow up thinking that in order to let Jesus into our house, into our soul, we have to be immaculate, perfectly clean. We forget that Jesus is happy to enter our dirty home, our soul, to help us clean. Spiritually speaking, we're all lepers, as I said. And to the extent that we've all been saved by Jesus, to the extent that we've all been healed by Jesus, then we should see ourselves in the grateful leper. Every one of us is like a Samaritan who has been sick, spiritually speaking, but just like Naaman in the first reading was cleansed in the Jordan River, we have been cleansed through the waters of baptism. And some of our catechumens are preparing to be cleansed also in the waters of baptism. Let's be grateful to Jesus for the gift of himself in the tabernacle. And let us spiritually fall at the feet of Jesus in the tabernacle. Let us Eucharist ourselves when we enter his presence in this church and any church with a tabernacle. Saint Anthony of Padua, pray for us.